You're listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast with Brie Kirk, episode number 25. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing all about why your human design type, whether you're a generator, manifesting generator, projector, reflector, or manifester, is the least insightful thing when it comes to understanding your energetic blueprint. So let's dive in. Hello, beautiful. This is Brie Kirk, and you're listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast. You're committed to living life by your own rules, and that includes the actions you take to build your business. The Frequency and Flow podcast explains how to grow your business's unique brand, marketing, sales, and operations in alignment by leveraging your own energetic blueprint using human design and gene keys so that you can take aligned actions without force, frustration, or burnout. With over 15 years of online business experience and now over four years into my own human design experiment, I discuss my own learnings and challenges while giving practical guidance that you can implement to build a fulfilling and abundant business that creates the life of freedom that you desire. Let's dive in. I remember very vividly the exact moment that I discovered human design. It was all the way back in 2015. I was in Chicago (laughs) on one of those super beautiful but brisk spring mornings, and I was walking to the L train, the above ground train, (laughs) on my way commuting to my agency job. I had my earbuds in. This is before AirPods were even a thing. I had the, the earbuds. It had the cord that went down to my phone that was stuffed in my pocket. And I was listening to a podcast, as I always did during my commute. It was the easiest thing on a crowded, crazy train to just pop in a podcast and listen to it uh, during the train ride. That's when my spiritual journey, like just before that, had truly started to begin, where things really started to unfold for me, where all of a sudden I was just flooded with like guidance and all these different directions and started understanding myself better. I started trusting my intuition better or like learning what my intuition was and what it was saying to me and how to trust it. And I started building the relationship with my with my spirit guides. I started just believing in something outside of myself and the power of the universe. Like all of this was happening at the same time or slightly before this. And then I happened upon this podcast that was about human design. And I remember this podcast episode so, so clearly. I remember as I was walking to the train, I remember like the exact path that I was taking. I remember everything. Putting the podcast on, I'm like, what is this human design thing? I don't know. I'll just listen to it because why not? I'm waiting on a train to get to work anyways. And so I put it on not really knowing much about it. And But I remember so clearly that when the person who the, the interview was with, it was Jenna Zoe, and when she started talking about human design, it, it almost like stopped me in my track. I just remember the exact moment in time, exactly what I was doing when she started talking about it. It was something that I immediately resonated with and I felt so called to it, which is kind of funny when I think about it in hindsight, because 
There's many other types of sciences and modalities that I was interested in, but didn't feel the same resonance and the same call. For example, like astrology, while it's something that I feel I am more into now, at the time, I kind of didn't really feel the same resonance with astrology or knew that it was there, but I was barely scratching the surface of it. I don't think I understood everything. I mean, I still don't understand everything, but understood a lot about astrology. I just knew, it was, I remember learning about that and being like kind of interested, but not pulled to it in the same way that I was pulled to human design. You know, and even though now my interest has changed, like that, it was just something where when I heard Jenna talking about it in this podcast, I was like hooked. Like immediately, it just, I could not think about anything else. And I hopped on the train and found a seat that day, which was highly unusual. Usually I was standing, but I remember that day I found a seat and you could not pull my attention away from what she was talking about. She started explaining the types, the different types of human design, the generator, the manifesting generator, reflector, manifester, projector. And when she did get to projector, I just knew, like I knew with so much clarity that that was what my type was. Like there was no question to me when she got to that. I was like, that absolutely is what I am. In hindsight, that was truly like one of the the most pronounced splenic hits that I've ever had. So I'm a splenic authority as a projector, splenic projector. And that is like such an example to me of a splenic hit where I just like heard what she was talking about. I was like, that's me. Like, I just knew it. Like a lot, you know, and it's like, since then I've talked to a lot of people who are surprised by what their type is, or they don't know what their type is. And I didn't, I personally did not have that experience. I just knew. And that totally is what a splenic hit is, is where you just like have this knowing and you don't know where it comes from. And I had no reason. She was giving like a one minute explanation about each of the types. And I just like knew that is the definition of a splenic hit for sure. I mean, the way that she described projector just really, really resonated with me. Specifically, what resonated with me was the projector strategy of waiting for the invitation, which is kind of funny because a lot of projectors struggle with this. Um, with this strategy, or they just don't really know how to make sense of it. But when she described what waiting for the invitation was, that is what really, truly like resonated with me because I automatically thought of all of these different um, situations where when I tried to force myself into a situation, I was met with a lot of resistance. And when I kind of just allowed things to unfold and allowed things to come to me, it was a very different situation with, you know, with job interviews and like taking new jobs and with my relationships, like personal relationships, romantic relationships, like it just, as she was explaining this, I just remember it was like all these ideas, like boop, 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 like just kept bopping into my head. Like, oh yeah, that and that and that. And like, this is this is why you know that you're this projector type. That's basically what was happening. Is I was like, all of a sudden, all of these like ideas and realizations, it just felt so like within a few minutes, I was like, what just overwhelmed with what I was getting. <laughs> and obviously, I've had that splenic authority and that splenic intuition my entire life. But it finally, like when it was being recognized or when it was being like when it finally had the opportunity to shine, when I could connect the dots, it was like boom, 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 boom with all of these ideas and realizations. And all of a sudden, a lot of things really started making sense. So like I said, I'm back like back on the train. I'm sitting there and I'm just like my mind is completely burst wide open. And 
as I'm sitting there, like the podcast episode wraps up, I'm still on the train. And all of a sudden, I just start Googling like crazy. I'm Googling like, what is a projector? What is a splenic authority? Like just Googling all the things, you know, looking at my chart in the first place, you know, like I did that online on my phone was just doing that. And then I remember I got home that evening and I ordered on Amazon, like every single book I could find on human design. Like just, I went for it all. I bought every single book, like 10 different books that I could find at the time and just started really digging in and reading things like reading the, the textbook of human design written by Aru, Ra Uruhu. Like I just was reading that like, like nice casual reading, which it's not if you've read it at all or cracked open that book, it is not casual reading, but I was just like so immersed in it. And like, needless to say, the rest is kind of history. Here I am today. Obviously, I still absolutely love it. I feel very seen by the system because suddenly so, so many things in my life um, and how I acted really started to come into focus and make sense through the lens of being a projector. Like the more that I studied, the more I understood about myself, the more I understood about others. Like it it really started to put a lot of things in my life into focus and a lot of things really started to make sense. And when I like approached life knowing this being a projector-ness, like with that knowing, it totally changed how I did things in life and how I saw things in life. It really changed my perspective on not just everything that had happened going like backwards into my past, but like everything in the present moment. It completely changed everything for me. Being a true one line like I am as a 5'1", um, I really started diving into the depths of human design. I was reading the textbooks. I was you know, just going full in as much as I could, listening to all the podcasts, Googling everything. Um, And I just really wanted to fully understand it in order to be able to understand it for myself, of course, but to be able to share that magic with others. And the more that I studied human design and the more I understood the underlying elements of my own chart and the things that make me a projector or make someone a generator, things like the centers and the channels and all of those things, the more that I studied what was underneath the type of being a projector and for the rest of the types for that matter, um, or within the rest of the types for that matter, the less that I was actually called to identifying as being the projector type and the more that I started to be called to the specific design of the individual person, that is what ladders up to the type. So I really wanted to see what was underneath because I felt like that helped me understand the person better, like not just what type they were, but the design that made up the type that they were. That helped me understand the person better than just knowing if someone was a generator or a manifester. Like it was the depth that really spoke to me and really helped me understand someone better and not just understand them better, but help them recognize their own gifts and their shadows and blocks and all of those things. So let me explain a little bit more about this and let me explain why. So human design is called the science of differentiation. This system, what I love about it so much is it literally shows you how you are one in a billion, right? You have a design that no one or like three people on this entire earth might have the same design as you. And the human design system, the science takes into account so many lineages of ancient wisdom from astrology to Kabbalah to the chakra system, uh, 
gosh, I'm forgetting something, but there's so many different lineages that this takes into consideration. And these are ancient, oh, the Chinese I Ching, quantum physics, like all of these different sciences, um, some of them thousands and thousands of years old. And human design takes all of that into consideration and it tells you how you are so uniquely you. There are so many depths and there's so many layers to a human design chart. In addition to your type, you know, your strategy and your, you know, then you can go into your authority. And that's what's most commonly talked about in general when it comes to talking about human design. But there's so much more. There's your centers, there's your channels, your gates, your lines, your conscious and unconscious design, and even more and more layers, like the list goes on. And all of these facets that are underneath, like that make up what your type is, these are all of the facets that are what make you truly and uniquely you, okay? So even though I identified a lot with being a projector, and in many ways when I found that out, I felt so truly seen for the first time, there were also some things that I was learning about being a projector, like the general guidance that they give for projectors that didn't quite resonate with me. So one example that I can think of is there's this unspoken rule that a lot of people out there who talk about human design talk about how projectors can only work three hours a day and then they need a nap and then they just need to rest the rest of the day. <laughs> and I was like, look, I get this. I've never resonated with an eight-hour workday. That feels like too much to me. I'm just too exhausted by the end of that. But I would say my happy medium is more like five to six hours. And what I was seeing like online, on social media, on the internet is like, no, th two to three hours max. Like that's all you can do, two to three hours max. And I was like, well, this doesn't feel like it's like this feels too generalized. This doesn't feel like me. And the more that I dug into my chart, well, I have, I'm a projector, but I have one motor center defined. So that means I might have a little bit more energy than a typical projector. And so that kind of helped me like understand that nuance a little bit because that, that rule or that like generalization felt really constricting to me and I didn't like it. I also thought that it was funny that as I reflected on this a lot, the more that I like dove into this and got more deep into this system that even though this is the science of differentiation, that's what human design is, that from the start, when you look up your chart online, you immediately get put into one of these five generalized types. And it just didn't feel like it aligned with the purpose of the science in this framework, that you look something up and it is basically the science of what makes you absolutely uniquely one in a billion version of you, like you, <laughs> not a version of you, but a one in a billion. <laughs> and the first thing you do when you look it up is you get put into one of these five categories. And that just felt very contradictory to me. So of course, again, in true line one form, as I am the investigator, I continued to dig deeper and to find mentors that I felt understood this or were, go were also going deeper to the level that I was feeling like I was being called to. And one of the things that I learned in this journey is that human design type, so again, the generator, manifesting generator, projector, manifester, reflector, these types were actually not part of the original human design transmission back in 1987. They were actually created later as a starting point to help people who are being introduced to the system. These types were 
invented or like created to help these people more easily wrap their heads around what they were learning. It was kind of the way to dip your toe in before fully just getting lost in the layers and layers and layers that your human design has. And I'm not faulting that. Like, I don't want, I want to be very clear that I do recommend to people who are new to human design to start with their type and to start with their strategy and start with their like alignment cues, their signature and their not self. Like I recommend starting somewhere and that is the easiest way to start grasping things when it comes to human design is by just focusing on your type. No doubt about it. I'm not here to totally trash that. And in fact, you know, It's something that I still use in my work and I still reference in my work at times to kind of meet people where they're at. Like a lot of people come to me and they understand their type or they know what type they are, but they don't know much more than that. So it's kind of a way for me to help meet them where they're at. But I just find it really interesting to dig into this evolution of this framework or the evolution of this framework. And, you know, in my time of helping entrepreneurs integrate their human design into their life and into their business and like start aligning their business to their human design, I've really started putting in caveats when I speak to them about their type. And these caveats are dependent on the underlying elements of their design. It's their scent, you know, what are their lines, their channels, their centers, their gates? Like I look at the, the, excuse me, the holistic view of what their their chart and their blueprint is telling me. And then I say, I make caveats to them being a generator based on what that detailed chart is telling me. Because ultimately, the type is a generalization and your chart tells you what the truth is. Because there's a lot of paradoxes. Like when you take what the full detailed chart, what you're, what makes you uniquely you, your energetic blueprint, and you compare it to these generalized types, there's a lot of like things that are contradictory. And so for me, I always default to the full chart and what that's telling me before just defaulting to what a generalization is. For example, I've worked with a projector, an emotional projector, who has three out of four motor centers defined. And this person is able to balance being a mom, working a full-time job and growing her solopreneur business on the side. And all of these things together really work for her. The three hour, that three hour work day or three hours of work a day generalization just doesn't apply to her because she has three out of four motor centers defined. She has so much more innate energy than say someone who's a mental projector and has zero motor centers defined. Another example is that I know a generator who has only two centers defined. One of them being the motor center of the sacral center, and then one other center, her identity center. This person, she's she's a generator, and of course she feels the power of that lit up sacral, that fired up sacral that's just so excited about what they're doing. But her design just doesn't really align with that whole assumption that generators are like the builders and the worker bees. Like She doesn't have the energy to support that necessarily or to suspend. Um, support that sustained energy and effort that a lot of people assume all projectors have. So she has a little bit more of a projector-like take to work because that's what her design is telling her, even though she is technically a generator. And let me just tell you, (laughs) I have worked with so many, like so, so, so many of the multi-passionate manifesting generators 
manifesting generators are a type that are known for the fast energy, the impatience, the very like quick, fast energy that just can sometimes be abrasive to people. And I've worked with many, many of these manifesting generators who are some of the most kind, compassionate, and graceful people that I know. These are things that you can understand when you look at someone's full chart, but you completely miss if you just stop when you find out which one of the five types that you are. These aren't necessarily paradoxes, but they're things that help you understand more about yourself. If you understand that there's so much more beneath the surface, there's so much more to your human design than just your type. And if you've gotten to the point where you're, you've been introduced to the system, you're learning more about the system, and it really resonates with you, as I imagine it does, if you're here now listening to this podcast, I really implore that you go deeper than your type. I really encourage you to go deeper, not just to understand how many motor centers you have or you know, understanding your context within the generalization of what the type is. But when you go deeper, when you understand the layers underneath your type, you can understand your strengths and shadows of your centers. You understand that all the levels, the channels, the gates, the unconscious, the conscious design, you, you can even dive deeper into your gene keys and follow the golden path. Like that is all of these beautiful things happen when you decide to actually go deeper and to take a step beyond what your human design design type is. And that's why I think it's the least insightful part of your entire design. It is absolutely a starting point. It is something that I will reference and will continue to reference in certain contexts so I can help meet people where they're at. But when I think about this system as a whole, it is absolutely the least insightful thing to understanding your true, unique, energetic blueprint, right? Because to understand your uniqueness, like your full one in a billion uniqueness, to understand your true energetic blueprint, to understand the nuance of your own design, to peel back those layers, to get clarity on your soul purpose, to increase your self-trust and confidence. This helps you become the most powerful, most in-tune version of yourself. This is why it's so important to go deeper than, you know, of course, on Instagram and on, or like on social media, there's so many funny memes about your type. There's so many like generalizations, there's so many references. And a lot of that is so relatable. But if you want to truly understand and have clarity on what makes you uniquely you and how to leverage those aspects of yourself to become the best version of yourself, you have to go deeper. And if you don't know where to start, this is where I can help. So check out the links below for some free, low cost, or more intensive ways that you can work with me. And if this episode resonates with you, I highly recommend that you check out a frequency and flow activation session, which is your opportunity to work with me one-on-one -on -one to dive into the depths of your own human design and Gene Keys blueprint to better understand yourself, have clarity on your soul purpose, activate your gifts and help you overcome and work through those shadows and blocks that you're facing. And remember to subscribe, like, and comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'd also love if you took a screenshot of your favorite part of this episode and shared it on your Instagram stories, tagging at Brie Couric, or just send me a DM and say hello, because I cannot wait to meet you. 
In the next episode of the Frequency and Flow podcast, I'll be speaking to Alicia Rose of Eternally Evolving, all about how she can use marketing and specifically social media to be seen and heard as a 5-1 manifesting generator. I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast with me, Brie Couric. I am so grateful you're here. If you liked what you heard today, I invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can benefit from this information as well. Head on down to the episode description to get links to all my content and programs, including free resources made just for you. I hope you have a beautiful day.